Welcome to In the Know with WTO, the podcast all about West Texas opportunities and nonprofits. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and thank you for joining us. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you listen. Please subscribe so you can be notified anytime we have a new episode. We're going to be found on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash WTO. And inside Anchor, you can record a message for us or email us at podcast at gowto.org with any comments or suggestions. You can also go to our website and on the left-hand side, click on In the Know with WTO, the podcast. And you can see a list of all previous episodes and a list of all future episodes coming up. Finally, follow us on social media by searching for West Texas Opportunities. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. On today's episode, I have Maria Elena Flores with us. She is the Transportation and Nutrition Coordinator with our Head Start and Early Head Start programs. Uh, Thanks for coming in, Maria Elena. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for inviting me. I've enjoyed listening to your past episodes of the I. Yeah, in, in the know with WTO, it's it's. It's slowly evolving. I think uh, slowly we're seeing all the different programs come together. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about yourself, just so our listeners can kind of know what you do? I know you've you've worked with us since 1985, which is a very long time. I think 36 years you're starting. So um, just if you can tell us a little bit about you. Yes, I will be with the company in uh, July of this year for 36 years. I started when my son was six months old. And so when I think about leaving, my son always says, all I ever know is WTO and Head Start. I don't know what you're going to do with a different job. So I really have enjoyed working for WTO. Um, I've had different positions within WTO. I started really when we had Children's Service Center, which was actually a daycare that had children from six weeks up to 13 years of age. And so uh, from there, I moved into a secretary's position online. I moved into a health coordinator, and then I moved into a secretary's position, and then I moved over to the transportation nutrition coordinator that I am in my position currently. And so I've enjoyed being with the company. So with all these positions, it's all been under Head Start? Yes. So you know all of the ins and outs of Head Start? So Yes, being a secretary kind of helped me see all the different components. As uh, some people might know, you know, we have an education coordinator, a health coordinator, a disabilities coordinator, you know, so I kind of learned everybody's position a little bit, not fully that I needed to know, but I do know a little bit of everybody's job. So I could kind of help. And if somebody has a question, I might not know the answer, but I know who to go to to find the answer for them. That's nice. And now as a transportation transportation nutrition coordinator, how long have you been doing that? Has it been quite some time? Probably, probably 20 years, maybe 20 plus years. And so, because I know I work like with the Children's Service Center for probably about six months to a year, and then I moved into a health coordinator, and I did that for maybe a couple of months before our secretary decided to retire, and then I turned around and was Miss Anderson, Margie Anderson's secretary for years, and then um, I had to start learning how to do the nutrition because uh, we get reimbursed with child care. I mean, I'm sorry. CACFP, which is a child and adult care food program, and we were way over budget, so we had to figure out how, what was going on with that budget. So that's when I inherited the nutrition part, and I had to travel to all the centers and see what was going on, see how they were serving the children meals, and I had to do a lot of training, a lot of classes, you know, to kind of figure out 
what we need to do different with our meal program. Seems very, very busy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, with this position, I know you described a little bit what you're doing. Um, I know you work with our kitchens a lot. Um, Is there anything else that you kind of do on a daily basis? You're just kind of looking at what your typical day looks like. Well, I also do supplies for our company. So if uh, anybody is needing any supplies, they send it to me. I turn around and look to see if I have anything here on stock, and I'll pull all those supplies together. If not, then I turn around and start placing their orders and having them sent to their centers. And uh, if we need baby food formula, I go pick that up because it depends on we just can't buy anything. With CACFP, they expect us to be nutrition High in nutrition, low in sugar, low in fat. And so I always have to go back and read labels and make sure we're buying the right things that is a credible food item for the CACFP program. And um, I know you said you've been here about 35 years, going on 36 in July. What's something that, that you wish you would have known before you started working for us uh, 35, 36 years ago? Children are great imitators, so give them something great to imitate. Because I think when I first started, you know, I didn't really know about food, and I would sit down and eat, and I was like, ooh, I don't like that. And the kids would not try it because I had already told them I didn't like it. So I think being a great imitator for children to be able to imitate you because they are looking at what you're doing every day, and they're going to turn around and imitate what you're doing. (laughs) I never thought about that, but that's that's true. That they'll imitate anything that that they see. Uh, and another thing is uh, people. Over the years, you've worked with many people. Uh, you mentioned Margie Anderson and, and several others. But has there been anybody that has kind of been influential in your career and maybe helped you get where you are today? Well, my dad always told me to earn my pay. He said so. He never wanted me to be stay sitting down, just staying put. You know, he said, earn your pay whenever you're working. So I've always have tried to work hard at whatever I'm doing. And I just, if I ask you to scrub a toilet, I'm going to be sitting next to you scrubbing the toilet. I'm not going to ask you to do anything I myself am not going to do. Now, Margie Anderson, which was our center director at one time, and Jean Anderson, she was our nutrition coordinator years ago. They both kept encouraging me to continue my college because I started college and then I stopped and I started, stopped. And so they always encouraged me to continue to finish and get my degree, which I did. You know, it took me a couple of years or like 20 years to get my (laughs) degree, but I was finally able to get my degree. And so that I think them influenced me a lot to continue my education. That's a good point. Uh, I was in the same boat as you and I went back maybe a year and a half ago and I'm working on mine as we speak. So it's never too late. Never. <laughs> and uh, another question I have for you is, uh, what's something that that maybe the average person doesn't know about nutrition that goes on at Head Start that maybe you'd like to share? Like, I know you mentioned the labels, and most of us never look at those labels, but what's something that maybe some advice or recommendations that you could probably give based off of of you doing this for 25-plus years? I think the biggest concern that I usually get from parents is uh, every February or January we send out a parent nutrition survey. So the parents kind of tell us what they think is working on our menus, what they think is not working, what would they like to see different. And the parents always want to see larger portion sizes. With CACFP, we're limited to like our children get 
Our three to five-year-old children get an ounce and a half of meat. If you look at your palm, that's three ounces. So half of your palm is an ounce and a half. So that's a serving size for a child that's three to five. And our parents always want us to serve more, but they don't realize when we start serving more food, that's when our children start getting to be obesity and we have problems, health problems with where they're overweight and stuff like that. We never put a child on a diet. That is something we never do. We just kind of watch what they're eating and not limit and, you know, limit it to where they can get their portion sizes, but not excessive Going over. where they. That's a good point. I, ne- I never thought of it that way, but that's, that's an amazing point. One thing about WTO uh, and all nonprofits, we all have a mission statement that we all have to follow, or not follow, but our, our programs are, are guided by that mission statement. And Head Start is one of our larger programs that we operate. And uh, as a reminder for everybody, our our mission statement is to ease the limitations of poverty by investing in families to improve their quality of life. And over the past few episodes, I spoke with Sarah Bartlett, which is our education coordinator, um, Dee, Dee, Dee Jenkins, which is our, um, I can't remember what her exact position is, but health, health and safety coordinator. And then um, Christy Miller came on. With your position um, as part of the Head Start management team, how do you feel that our mission aligns with what you do? I know transportation is super important, and so is the nutrition for our kids in addition to the CACFP guidelines that helps help helps us get reimbursed for some of that food costs. So how do you feel that your your position aligns with that mission statement? Well, going back to investing in families to improve their quality of life, I think that we as Head Start help the families. Notice the keywords, Head Start. So that's what we're doing with our parents. We get them together. We get them involved. We have parent meetings with them. We ask them what they think is working, what they think is So we're getting their input into what they think our program should be. And I think sometimes they are more into willing to come help us or willing to do something different when you're involving them. If you're not, if you're just telling them you're going to do this, you're going to do that, they're not as willing to do stuff. But if you start telling them, you know, what can we do different to help you or what can we do to improve this program or that thing, um, we offer food items that children are not normally introduced to at home. One of the things that I kind of, my kitchen staff hate kiwi fruit because it's really hard to peel. And mm-hmm. when you have a, like over 200 people in the Mesa that they're having to serve, that's a lot of kiwi. But I think it's something different that our children do not taste at home, and it's something different for them. And I think that's what we try to do with our menus is provide a variety of menu items that they're not used to at home. That's a good point. That That's a very good point. My son, for example, he, he's the same way. We'll try to get him to eat something at, at, at home, and he's like, I'm not going to eat that. And then he, a month later, he'll eat it at school. He's like, this is the best thing ever. I had this at school. So I see, I see exactly where you're coming from. It's it's the very – sometimes they have no choice to try it, and that's their lunch. And if they don't try it, they don't eat very much. So they, they get that temptation that, you know what, I'm going to try it, and then they like it, which is – which is good. I think and we always try to provide something, one just item in case. for sure that the, the child likes, yeah. and then put a variety of other things with it. And then we always try to like sit one child. Like my son was a picky eater also. Uh-huh. So he, we would always try to match him with someone else that would try everything so he could see them. Okay, hey, they're trying it. Let me try it too. So you always try to kind of match your children with other yeah. children that might be from a different resource or different that they like things different. That's a very good point. 
Uh, any stories that you have that come to mind about that you've seen at Head Start over the years? Any what? story that just... Well, going back to my kiwi fruit, um, one time when we had a parent-staff planning day, one of the parents had made a comment that they had gone to the grocery store and the child said, I want one of those. And the mom said, you don't even know what that kiwi fruit is. And that little girl's like, yes, I have it at school all the time. And she was real surprised that her child even had 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 even tasted kiwi fruit. So I think going back to the variety of food items and the children are being introduced to different food items and they go back home and take it to their parents saying, I want this, I want that. So the family, all the families being introduced to that kiwi that they normally Just might have. Just by that one little, one little step from, from the Head Start program. That's, yes. that's amazing. Uh, last couple of questions I have for you. Um, I- any, any hobbies or anything you'd like to share with us that you'd like to do on your spare time? Well, I like to do lots of arts and crafts. I do crochet a lot. I crochet a lot of baby blankets, and so I hand them out to staff that either they're they're having children or their grandchildren or things. So I always like to give baby blankets away to everybody, and I like to read. I read a lot. I think that's that's good. You learn a lot from from reading, and it's 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 a good it's thing to do. A different world. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Just for that little bit, takes you somewhere else. Yes. And I think I think that's all I have for you. Um, thank you for coming in. Anything else you want to add before we, we finish up? No, thank you. Well, very thank much. you for coming in. I know it's a little bit outside your comfort zone to come in and put on a headset and talk into a microphone, but I think it's very uh, informative to maybe a lot of our other other employees that work for another program that see you and really don't know what what exactly you do in the in the organization. But thank you for coming in. I really appreciate it. And until next time, let me. Well, until next time, uh, just a reminder: all new episodes come out on Fridays, uh, just eight o'clock in the morning. They're going to come out automatically. If you subscribe to our episodes, uh, they will show up on your phone automatically. Otherwise, just go to our website, go to anchor.fm forward slash WTO, or go to gowto.org on the left-hand side, click on In the Know with WTO, and you'll be able to see all the episodes. Hope everybody has a great day until next time, and have a great day.